I know that uh, Wayne doesn't know anything about new music, so I'm sure he's No Rihanna, she doesn't make music anymore. <laughs> Real monarchy too. R.I.P. She sucked my dick and she stole my soul. I just made love to a voodoo doctor. Chats for breaking the dent on Bristol. I'ma send it up north like Pogba. More time you got trust these niggas are in the cool. Honestly, listen, it is. I have an uncle. Unfortunately, he passed away about 25 years ago. But every time he talked to me, I had no idea what he was saying. All I would do is say, yeah, okay, yeah. Shout out to Scarborough real quick. What up, AOA Push? Big up Scarborough. Tell I know. Tell I know. Everyone wants a Scarborough man. Albert. This man is an Albert man, so one time from Albert as well. Mix it real. Mix it real. Not with the high. The high. Milton had the best used this is car the, in place. This is the ever. first time I started a podcast, and there's a other whole conversation. No, this is crazy. On. I'm listening. It's crazy. Nice. <laughs> crazy. This guy's giving like history of what's history going lessons. on in Milton. I'm like, oh word. <laughs> That's what I meant to happen. Yeah. <laughs> um. Mandem, mandem, it's not oh, with the ice thing, thing. A war, a war. Before I get into it, of yeah, course, yeah. it's been a minute. It's been like a couple weeks. I forgot to pay the bills <laughs> and let them know what it is. Uh, this podcast is powered by Shea Moisture Men. The Shea Moisture Men collection was designed to provide head-to-toe care for men of color and keep you looking fresh and feeling even fresher. Shea Moisture's products are formulated. Formulated, that's a weird word, with uh, ingredients that are naturally derived and sustainably sourced from hair care to beard care to body care. Sewage Line will provide you with safe and uncompromising care at www.shaymoisturemen.com. Shea Moisture Men, built to serve men of color. Now back to the podcast. Let's go. 
Like, I mean, it, not very different. We have guests sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm trying to. We busy out here. We busy out here. <laughs> well, what, the world generous. Yes, what's going on? What's going on? It feels good to be back, man. It's good to be back. And of course, it's me. Shop like Shaq. You wish you. Wish you. Different. We have a guest. Uh, it is nobody that is not familiar to myself, and he's very familiar to all of my friends. Mm. And I can never pinpoint as to like when you have met any of them, yeah. but it's definitely been a party or drinks ha- yep. happening, and you're in the kitchen or by the bar yep. talking to the youngins. Uh, this is my godfather. I've known you since I've existed. Before. <laughs> We've known I each other from before I was... Uh, in the, in my physical form, correct. <laughs> uh, we have Wayne Harris in the building. Make some noise. Welcome. Um, Godfather. Yes, the Godfather. Literally. Yeah. Times two. Where's Malik? And he, he's busy <laughs> planning his escape. He's got stuff to do. He barely has time for this podcast, but that's uh, another uh, conversation for another time. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for being here with you guys. Yes. 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 I need a beard, obviously. Hey, you, yeah. use some shave. We'll get you there, man. I, I, you know what? And I need some contacts because I'm the only one here with glasses on. <laughs> I had contacts, but I, I couldn't do it. Like, it just... The times that I tried to do the contacts, I had, like, a basketball game within, like, 30 minutes and I had to leave. Mm. So I either left without the contacts or I left with the contacts in and bloodshot eyes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's so, how we got contacts in the first place. It was high school sports. I had to. There's no one playing baseball with glasses on. You dumb. Look like or basketball. Look like James Worthy. I'm not trying to do that. Yeah. But if you had game and you got the big yeah, goggles. Yeah, but see, I didn't have game. So like, you know. Oh, wow, wow, wow. And look at you, Stefan. Look at you, you Stefan. Know I mean? But you know what I mean. But yeah, it's been it's been a couple weeks, Patrick. How yeah, how been. have you been, my friend? Bro, it's been uh, man, it's been what? Yeah, two weeks. Two. two. So, I got to give a shout out to, to the wife that's in the building. Hey. We celebrated our one year wedding anniversary. What? So, big up to us. <laughs> you know? You know? Bomb, 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 bomb. Bomb, bomb. Black love, black love. There you yes. go. There we go. Um, so, yeah, that was definitely, you know, I had to take a little time off to celebrate, you know, the nuptials and everything like How that. How does one celebrate nuptials and black love? I have yet to have a one year anniversary. Blood clot desert when you get there, when you get there, you know, the way the economy is kind of right now, you know, we kind of scaled down a little bit, but we mm-hmm. spent some time in, in Niagara Falls, as one does, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, yeah, man, did a did a little couple's massage, did a little winery tour and stuff, and it was blessed, man. It was blessed. Can't, can't complain. What's so, uh, how do you feel about couple's massage? Like, are you guys just like looking at each other while it's just getting done? Are you just in the same room? <laughs> Sharing the experience? Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's, it's sharing the experience. I'm pretty sure, like, eyes were closed. Well, my eyes were closed. My eyes were closed? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty aggressive. I didn't mean it like 
<laughs> She's like, it's shady if his yeah. eyes were open. Like, what's wrong with this man? With I don't know. What, yeah, what was that man doing? I don't know. Uh, nah, we'll, we'll talk about. We'll talk about that. Later. But no. But uh, <laughs> was it the sixty minute or the ninety minute? <laughs> we did. We did sixty minutes. Yeah, the, sixty mm. minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah sixty minutes. You. That's exactly. Mm, that's a very good question. Very good question. <laughs> that, that's, exactly that's exactly what we did. That's exactly what we did. Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. So, um, it was it was blessed. Like I can't even like we needed that. You know, time life gets stressful. You know what I mean? And just getting that time to unwind and and just decompress and just be in that zone. Highly recommend. Couple massage. Highly recommended. Yes. I agree. I agree. Definitely. Mm. So now you have to outdo yourself next year i mean i don't know about outdoing i don't know because we we talked about this and i could say this i could say this like with my chest comfortably yeah. but we said we want to make like our tradition will be wellness so okay. our anniversaries will be spent doing some sort of wellness activity for both of us so you know it, it might be a massage and we maybe we do the massage and something else but we definitely want to spend I the time it. so you don't want to outdo yourself in wellness mm. I mean, I don't like the idea of saying outdo though. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just want to like just have that time. Better. Hold on, let's just continue to press this guy. So you're not trying you're to. Not do better. You don't want to. <laughs> so I'm. Just, you don't want to have a better time than you did last year. Level up. I'm just hearing a year later, Patrick wants to be the same. I don't know. Patrick's <laughs> like everything should be the same always. Hold on, can I turn my fan on now? Can I do this now? Like, what's going on? You gotta level up. Yeah, yeah, no, we will, we will, we will. Blue Mountain next year. Blue Mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, listen. That's a level up. A level listen, up. the level up happens. You know, the finances level up. You know, you, you get more experiences. You level up that way. Three percent so extra. It's year. never going to be the same. It's never going to be the same. We're just basing it around a theme. Mm. So the theme will be wellness. What we do will be a step up. Even as shoppers, you get 33% oh, more. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's all you know what I mean? But okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I like it, I like it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's kind of been the flex that we've been on is just celebrating that. And mm -hmm. my sister's been in town, so I got to give her a shout out real quick. Yeah. Come back, Yeah, She brought so, all the goodies. She brought some sweets. Yeah, yeah. You know, love she it. Brought, she brought baked goods, not sweets. She brought baked goods. That means that came from her heart and her soul and her hands and her talent. Mm. It came from heart and soul. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly, yeah. Yeah, exactly, all that. All this, that. Is, this is also a season high in gunshots per minute. This is crazy. So. Baby. This is like another Scarborough pie, but that's been, that's been me. That's been my life the past couple weeks, man, but how have you been? Oh, I've been great. My weeks have been busy and planning and mm. for wedding and... Yes, uh, yes, yes. Uh, I don't know, work. Mm -hmm. Podcasts leveling up, yeah, yeah, type nice. conversations. Oh, yeah, getting rid of this trusty <laughs> audio mixer that I hope this is the last episode I see you. But like, I love but you, but we so love, much. We, yeah, we, uh, yeah, yeah, we gotta have a ceremony, we gotta yeah, have like yeah. a send off. <laughs> I feel like this is like the send off pod for it, you know. Yeah, we'll put it off on a boat in Lake Ontario, hopefully, hit, hit <laughs> light it on fire. And like, no, you have to have an arrow, That's yeah, sure. a Valhalla, <laughs> so <laughs> after Valhalla. <laughs> Oh, what's crazy? Yeah, there's there's no, yeah. If I flip this mixer o o over to the bottom, there's no bottom, there's and no all bottom. the coils are rusted. It's a, it's a miracle that this Corrosion. thing does what it does. I don't I don't know how so we're here. It's actually a hazard if I put batteries in. I'm nervous. Yeah. So, um, I don't know how I got to the and how much I hate it, and how I'm, I'm excited for the new one. But uh, we were recently on the Extra Gravy podcast yes. a couple of days ago, which yes. is pretty big. And uh, shout out to uh, Marlon. 
uh, Alicia and Norm, uh, Norm over Big there, Norm, yeah. uh, intern and the white dude named Patrick. I we gotta shout <laughs> yeah. the whole set. Patrick Squared, man. Shout out to the whole um, crew. His name's Matt. Matt, yeah. He, I, hey, listen, I went there and I'm like, I'm Shaq. Nice to meet you. I kind of know these their personas. Nice to meet you. And he's like, I'm the in- intern. If you follow. I'm like, hey, all right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, all right. I, I was trying to put some respect on your name, and you can, and if you like, want to be that, that's, that's cool. That's like when you guys used to refer to me as a producer before anyone knew who I was. Yeah. Mm. And I was talking stuff on the sides. True. That's for like, you know, your listeners that are loyal listeners. I hear you every day. Inside crew. No, it's like, true. Okay, yeah, yeah. In case you've been one of those guys, I'm the intern, but his name is Matt, and he smashed it. Like, and I do, I, yeah, I do fuck with the personas, and I fuck with Matt's. Uh, Photography. That was yes, awesome. Yes, got some good shots. That was good. Um, unfortunately, Patrick was very quiet that episode. <laughs> not by choice. Not by choice. I was talking about so many Pat. <laughs> I was like, oh, uh, here. <laughs> so yeah, his uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know what happened there, but whatever. The experience was lit. Um, you know, it was good to be with all of them. You know what yeah. I mean? But I'm here. You can hear me now. You can hear me. I'm yeah, here. Your mic is working. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you're, I made sure your mic was louder than everybody's. So. Yeah, I, pre- I can tell. Okay. I appreciate it. But no, that was lit, man. And shout out to Baca too. Like that was, yeah, that was that yeah, was crazy. Yeah. You know, um, they they're doing a good thing over there, man. And like it was just dope to be in the presence of people who were like us. Mm-hmm. You know, started around the same time with the podcast game and and just being around other creators. Like, I love that experience, man. Yeah, I love when I bring up something that I I feel like is just near like near and dear to our come up. Yeah, it's really not. Yeah. It's like yeah, <laughs> people come, they go. People struggle with life and balancing the pod and blah, blah, blah. And, just, and every single time it was like a affirmation of like, yeah, yeah, that shit's normal if you're trying to be somewhat consistent in what you're doing and all yeah. of that. But yeah. um, Godfather Wayne, you're here. Yes. I am. Um, I, I'm really excited for you to be here for this one reason alone. Mm. Uh, being a millennial, growing up in the school system that I grew up in, Going like I, we're educated people here. Yeah, yeah. We're, we actually did the whole university, all yep. that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't say I learned what you do right. for a living mm-hmm. in a way where I I finished school, I started my job, and I can say, okay, my money's supposed to do this. This money's gonna go there. I gotta make sure I get this insurance. I gotta do like I I started nope. and like <laughs> especially from a West Indian household right. and like thankfully my dad's a bank man so you know that mm-hmm. but like typically they're telling you save hold on to all your coins that you can stack it up in that bank account and that's pretty much the best advice that I can say that I I recall even growing up yeah yeah like, don't spend um, it foolishly you know like don't buy bottles well, let, or, me, let me let me preface it with this well, can if, you start with what you do? Yeah, yeah. Who are you? What do you do? Who are you? That's where I'm going. You? I wanna, what do you do? And why are you qualified Wayne. to tell us anything about money? So there's little Wayne and there's, and there's, and there's Big Wayne. I'm Big Wayne. Mm. <laughs> Wayne! I don't have, I don't have the, the, uh, the coin he has. Mm. But let me tell you, I do insurance and investments. Yeah. I'm a broker, so that means I get to pull the best of the best from the market and create a financial cocktail for you that is bespoke for you. So Patrick and I would sit down, we would go through what he has, what the gaps are, and I would give recommendations. His recommendations would be different than yours because you might be in different places at this point in your life. But the bottom line is to make sure that no family is left in a position where if something were to happen catastrophic Mm -hmm. to a person in, in that family, the rest of the family would be on the hook to take care 
of those folks. So if you see people out there doing GoFundMe and and tin cupping, you know, we're going to have a first offertory for the church, then we're going to have another one for Sister So and So because she passed and there's nothing for her. Mm. We're trying to avoid those situations. Mm. Money's been around a long time, thousands and thousands of years, mm. yet money is misunderstood. So my job is to bring the financial concepts and the financial knowledge that's available to everyone, but you have to know the context of where to get the information that's relevant to you. So there's a lot of information out there, but of that information, what if it is relevant to you mm. and why don't you know anything about it? It's kind of by design because how does the government make money? Mm. Taxes. Yeah, taxes. So if the government makes money with taxes, why would the government show you how to avoid Paying taxes? Right, 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 right. The fix is in. Mm. And that's why we're ignorant to, to yeah. all this stuff. Yeah. So you go through K to 12 and you may, you may learn mm. how to budget if you take a class in personal economics or <laughs> essentials right. math. Right. But the school system is designed to create employees. Right. And the school system is designed for you to go to school until you're 18 or 21, mm -hmm. come out, work 30 to 40 years for somebody else, and die within 20 years of retirement. So you work your entire life to get maybe 20 years. Because the average death of a person in Canada, male, is 84, and a woman's 85. So you retire at 65 and you get 20 years and then you're out, but you worked 40 years to get 20. Now I've been yeah. to vacations where I see people in those age groups trying to live their best life with their camera, hiking yeah. up Machu Picchu. Yes. You kind of do it the same way you want it All to right. when you're yeah, staffing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So we, yeah. need, we need to understand something. And the, the word of the day is compounding. Mm. You need to understand how to compound your effort in whatever it is you choose to be your vocation but you also need to learn how to compound your money. But compounding your money is asset accumulation, mm. making more. What you, what you need to look at as well is asset preservation. How do I stop taxes and inflation from yes. eating into my money? Yes. So case to... in point. Hold on, if you haven't well, grabbed the pen and paper yeah, at yeah, this Write point, this down, this is the time. Yeah. Grab it. <laughs> so think about this. You put your money in a bank. You put your money in a savings account. Don't name the name of the bank. It could be the red bank, the blue bank, whatever bank, light blue or dark blue bank. All right? Tangerine one, two, All the different colors. Just for the people who are here, scream out what the rate of return is on your savings account. What interest rate are they giving you on your savings account? Like point. No, it's not non-existent, really. Point zero zero. On a savings account? Savings account, nothing. Regular savings account. Regular, nothing. You're not getting any money off that. Okay, so if you're not making any money on that, have if have you heard of the rule of 72? Yes. No. All right. Um, rule of 72 is simple. It's take the number 72, divide it by your rate of return, and it will tell you how many years it will take for your money to double. Wow. So if you have 0.1% on your savings account, yeah. 72 divided by 0.1, Right. So you can mm. see that's going to be 720 years from one dollar <laughs> to become two. Who am I, Noah? Like what? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So some banks will give you a high interest savings account. What's a right. high interest savings account? Like maybe it's 0.5 percent. Wow. 
maybe with some of the secondary banks, it could be 1.5%. Mm -hmm. 72 by, divided by 1.5 is still in the high 60s. Years for $1 to become two. Wow. No. Because wow. black don't crack, everybody in here will look like this for the next 30, 40 years. Mm. But you don't have the time right. to have so money take yeah. 72 years or more to double. Nope. If you want to retire at a time when you have enough money. Retirement has, doesn't have anything to do with 65. It has everything to do if you have less expenses and you have cash flow coming in. Right. As soon as that number stays there and is steady, Retire. As, they, as they say in, in Mississauga, Bob's your uncle. You're done. <laughs> okay? So, you, like, that's crazy. You're telling all, all of this, which, like, Damn. that makes sense and is blowing some people's minds, I'm sure, if they're, if they're really thinking about how big their savings accounts are full of cash and nothing really growing. What is the, like, and you mentioned, like, how basically the government makes money off of taxes and it's not there's no real incentive to like really educate the people mm -hmm. how are we supposed to or how, how like how's the normal person supposed to know any of this stuff exactly right so again there's the interwebs where you can go to different well, yeah. places and there's a lot of youtubers and whatnot but again some of these people are not licensed professionals and right. they'll say so i'm not a licensed professional go to a financial advisor to get your advice right so if you go to a financial advisor you want them to begin with you in mind not their they're working on commission the bank, in mind. Though, yeah but they're usually working with the some, bank yeah. some of them yeah. are so I, what they call a captive agent a mm -hmm. captive agent is someone who can only offer you what their company offers right so you work for company x you can only offer x if there's y z one two three available you will never mention it because you can't get paid on it but if you're a broker you can go across the spectrum so what you want to look at is somebody who's in the business who can give you multiple offers rather than one. So think about this. The dark blue and gold bank. I won't name the name. Yeah, dark yeah, blue yeah. and gold. Love it. Yeah. Right? The dark blue and gold bank. Yeah. If you went to dark blue and gold bank and asked them if the green bank had a better rate <laughs> on a car loan, a better rate on a mortgage, would they tell you? No. No. Exactly. So the fix is in. So there's a bias implicit if you go with someone who's captive, they're going to take care of themselves. Right. Hopefully they take care of you and I'm not saying they don't, but if they don't have the ability to shop the market for you, mm -hmm. you're going to, competition lowers prices. Yes. We know this to be true. Yes. So if there's no competition, then the price is the price. Mm. So we're not looking for monopoly situations. There's oligopoly within the banks right now. So you have a few players mm -hmm. rather than many players. So mm -hmm. monopoly is one player, oligopoly is a few players. Then there's open market competition. Mm -hmm. So as a broker, I'm pretty, I'm closer to open market competition than I am monopoly or oligopoly. Mm. For you to understand money, you need to understand that money is a concept. We all agree that the money is worth something, right. but it's paper yeah. <laughs> and it's debt. Yes. So if the mm. money is debt and the money is just paper and you don't assign a value to it, then the money is worthless. worthless. Right. So if you go to certain countries, they have million dollar bills. A million dollar bill to go buy a Coke. Why? Shout out to God. Shout out to many So places, yeah. why is that? Because the confidence in that money yeah. is lower than the confidence of money in other geos. Mm. Now, there used to be something called the gold standard and money was tied to gold. You mm. had, In order for you to, to have the money out there, it had to be backed by gold. Right. Then they got off that in the mm. 70s in the US and the rest of the world started getting off that and now it's just paper and we believe the US dollar is worth a dollar and the British pound is worth a dollar well, whatever so? because we all agree mm. 
But if we all disagree, Venezuela, yes, we all disagree. Yes. Uh, I think it's Kenya where they have the million-dollar bill. People, that causes inflation because you need more dollars to buy the same thing you were buying yesterday. Right. So a house that would cost you four hundred twenty thousand dollars, and then there's inflation. Now that house costs you eight hundred and forty dollars. Damn. Eight hundred forty thousand dollars. It's the same house, but inflation has caused the house to require you to have more money because the dollar has been weakened. Right. Mm. So what we're going through now in Canada is inflation. So rather than two percent, which is what the Bank of Canada is supposed to keep it at, right. two, three percent, two, three, two, three, we're at seven, seven percent as of today. It was seven point six last month. It's seven percent. So if you have money in any investment that is not earning seven percent, you're not even at zero. Jeez. Mm. So if you're at 0.5, you're at 0.1, you're at 1.5, hey, I'm going to give you a GIC, a guaranteed investment yeah. certificate at 4.5%. Sounds great. Right. Except so, yeah, yeah. inflation's at 7%. So, <laughs> yeah, basically. Okay, so basically, I, I want to go us. back a little bit because yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like some of the people listening might be like, okay, I got you. And yeah. some of the people, they're this might like, be what? the first time they're hearing all these percentages yeah, yeah. Right. and GICs and all of this stuff. Mm. So I want, there's, there's, there's two, there's two uh, <laughs> different buckets of people that I want to talk to right sure. now. Yeah. I want to go back to, and if I'm going to relate it to myself, mm. Shaquille, when he just finishes school, mm. gets his first big boy job. Yes. Hey. What do I do now that I got my first big boy job? I probably got bottles some... at Time Nightclub. Purple <laughs> Company <laughs> <laughs> from Purple Company that I was working at. Yeah. And uh, what do I do when I'm there? I've got some student debt that I've got to take care of. Right. Other than that, I'm living at home. What am I doing with this money? Right. Mm. It's a great question. <laughs> it's just going in. You happen to have a very, very uh, intelligent father and mother who have come up through teenagers to adults, and they had to figure it out. But your father worked at the bank, so he had access to all the information, and he learned how to weaponize it in his family's favor. So the first thing I want to do is I want to look at my cash flow. What's coming in? What's going out? It's a budget. Who has a budget here written down? In an Excel spreadsheet somewhere, have, you know what's coming. There we go. Is there good. Is there? It's fantastic to see. So once you have the budget, you're gonna see. <laughs> what was that? That's it. Fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> He's so chill. I didn't know. You know. So <laughs> we want to know. We want to know what you have left at the end of the month, mm. and based on what you have left at the end of the month, we want to see what decisions we can make. Also, we want to see where you're spending the money. Right. I do financial needs analysis for people, and they say, listen, I've got uh, $400 in SUSU, right? So I'm doing the partner meeting partner. SUSU. Partner, yes. Right? Talk the things. So yes. I'm going to put my money in and give it to a banker who's a friend. Yeah. He's going to take my money, and 12 weeks later, I'm going to get my money back. Right. So yeah. this is forced savings, which is good, yes. but it makes zero interest, which is bad. Mm-hmm. Here's a question for you. What if the banker dies before your hand comes up? Gone. Gone. And guess what? You can't even complain to any regulatory authority because it's illegal to be doing the banking. It's shadow Mm. banking. You can't do it. Mm. So you you go to the police. He took my money. She's going to say it's a part of my estate. Dang. And Hmm. I'm the beneficiary. And it's over for your money. So why would you put your money at full risk and have 0% return? How... 
I understand why they did it, and the, and the history of Susu is basically... It's an evil world we live in. You know, people were saying black people put their money into a bank, and the man yeah. said, you didn't put nothing in, but I didn't have any recourse, so I said, we're going to stop giving the money to the white man, and we're going to go do the money amongst ourselves, which is mm. fantastic. It's a great way. People have saved their family back home with barrels. They have bought homes in the Caribbean with the mm. money. They put themselves through school, bought houses and cars with Susu Partner meeting. I get it. But today, we have something called a tax-free savings account. Mm. Hey. Yeah, and we do not yep. need in Canada's tax-free savings account in the United States is the Roth IRA we do not need to do partner anymore it served its purpose I appreciate it it was great my parents did it but today you have a tax-free savings account with the Canadian Depository Insurance Corporation allowing you to guarantee that they will guarantee your money up to $100,000 so you have complete safety and security within the system and your money is in a place where you have recourse one of the big institutions. What does recourse mean? The ability to go back and say you did me dirty, mm. and someone and someone and someone will care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And someone will someone will care. We can say we have receipts. Yeah. Yeah. We can say we have receipts. We got receipts, yo. Mm. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, the tax-free savings account was invented by Stephen Harper in 2009. What? It's that <laughs> new? Stephen Harper. <laughs> Stephen Harper. <laughs> I, do I have to shout out Stephen Harper right now? Nah, 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 we don't. We don't. We don't. Stephen Harper. We don't need to do that. We don't need to. If if you're 18 I mean, years old, I mean, I mean uh, I, oh, all right. We'll one, gun one, 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 some for you, some not so much for you, but yeah, this yeah. one was for this you. This one was for us. I got you. So as of 2022, if you were 18 and a Canadian in 2009, from then till now, you can put $81,500 into a tax-free savings account hey. without paying any tax on that money ever again mm. and without paying tax on everything you earn in that account ever again. So genius. How do I get it's them? It's unbelievable. <laughs> Yeah. So where can you get them? You can get them from banks and you, investment firms. You can also get them from insurance companies. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. Go ahead. Question. Can you, have? One, you can have as many as you like, but you're paying fees to each one. Okay. But the total amount has to be 81500 that you can put in. It can be separate. Right, but it has to be 815 okay. is the sum of all the TFSAs you have. Oh, okay. So that's good. So there's two types. Really, there's a mutual, well, there's, there, you can put a segment into a self-directed yeah. account, which means you can put stock in mm-hmm. there. So imagine buying Amazon and Microsoft and RBC and yeah, TD yeah. and putting into TFSA. That's an equity, which are stocks. You're buying parts of companies and you're a shareholder in the company. And you can put that into a tax-free savings account yep. and run it. Yep. If you are a bad man, if you know what you're doing, <laughs> because you could lose your shirt if you don't know what you're doing, if you put the wrong things in there. But that oh. can happen anyway. Next thing you can do is put it into something called a mutual fund. A mutual fund is a fraction mm-hmm. of companies pooled together. Mm-hmm. So it's a basket of companies that you own. So rather than just owning one bank, you can own all the banks in a mutual fund. Hey. Right? It's fantastic. So you can buy that. But the mutual fund can be different sectors. So you can have what we call geolocation. So it could be Europe. It could be America. It could be Canada. It could be Pacific. That's geolocation diversity. Mm-hmm. Then it could be industry diversity, resources, manufacturing, banking, healthcare, automotive, retail, right? So you want to diversify and put the money in different places because sometimes when money is growing in one sector, it's going backwards in another. Right. Mm, sometimes right. when 
right. retail is going well, yeah, gold yeah, is yeah. down. So you can mix and match, and that's called a portfolio. And the portfolio is based on risk. So yes. what level of risk do you want from super conservative, like almost down to susu levels, like give me nothing, but don't lose me money. Right. And they, and they, the bank will go through this with you. I've gone, Correct. I've gone yeah, through yeah, I've it and it. They're, they're just like, I've done it. What are you comfortable with? And there's yeah, like a yeah, questionnaire. Yeah. It's not like even you, just like a yes threshold. or no question or whatever. Yeah. There's a questionnaire. Even if you don't know your level of risk, yeah, yeah, Correct. Yeah, yeah. where it helps to yeah. lead you there. Yeah. And, the, and the challenge I see is people asking you to go through the questionnaire, but you have no knowledge of what. A, a, your risk tolerance is because right. you don't understand the concepts they're talking about. Mm. So you say you pump your bricks and you become more conservative than you and need to be. Really, yeah, and then yeah. they put you into something very conservative, That's which is what you said you wanted. Money. And 10 years from now, it's gone up 25 cents. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then you're, and you're like complaining at the bank. No, the bank did their job. It's called a know your client, KYC. So what I do when I do that is I say, let me explain to you the different types of investments and how they move and what it means to have something from cash mm -hmm. all the way to, to the stock market. And I take you through all the financial concepts. And once I have done that with you, now you can answer the questions intelligently. And when you understand the rule of 72, you will not want to be super conservative when you're in your 20s and 30s nope. because you need time to compound. I want you to think about this. Let's say people live for 100 years and you guys should be able to get to 100. My father's 89 and he was born in 1933. This generation should be able to live longer, modern technology, you're more active, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So picture a snowball at the top of a hill. Mm -hmm. The top of the hill is 100, uh, zero years old. You roll that snowball from zero all the way to 100. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, uninterrupted by tax. Mm -hmm. This is compound interest. Mm -hmm. So some of you, your parents didn't put any money into your baby account. You got your birthday money, you bought shoes, you bought whatever you were, you were doing. Mm -hmm. Some people put the money in the bank saving account and it made 1%. So the snowball never gets larger. It rolls right. all the way down the hill the same size for a lot mm -hmm. of people. Dang. But if you learn how it compounds, the difference between saving and investing is saving is liquid. It needs to be there for you to go do something. Maybe right. an emergency, maybe... You want to buy a house or something, so you want to keep it in something very, very low risk because you're going to need the money in a short time period, of one or two years. Mm -hmm. So you can keep some of that money in savings because you need it, rainy day money, whatever. Mm -hmm. But for the money you don't need, you have a longer mm -hmm. time horizon mm -hmm. like to, to retire. So some of you are in your 30s, let's say you're 35 years old and you're going to retire at 65. That's 30 years. Do you think the market's going to change over the next 30 years? <laughs> of, course. of course it's going to change. So if the market's going to change times, over the next yeah. 30 years, and, you're, and you have no kids, you have no house, uh, no car, now's the time. Warren Buffett is known to make, on average, Warren Buffett, one of the richest guys on the planet, 7 to 8%. 7 to 8%, Warren Buffett, but he does it consistently. Rule of 72, 72 divided by 7 means the money doubles every 10 years. So in a couple of years, when Warren Buffett's money is 84 billion hits the 10-year mark, it's going to double from one from 84 billion to 168 billion. Not because he's smart, but because compounding has that snowball coming down the hill to year 100. He's at 89, and he's been doing it since he was 10 years old. Jeez. That's a big snowball. Jeez. There's a guy out there that's one of his disciples. He earns 22% a year. Whoa. 22% a year, consistent. Three times better than Warren Buffett. But he's not a billionaire. You know why? His money hasn't compounded long enough. Mm, wow. so touch him, essentially. 
he's gonna he's earning twenty two percent. He's gonna get there, but he's in his sixties. Warren Buffett's in his eighties. He's compounded twice. Damn. You understand? Wow. So, if you put a hundred bucks in when you've got your first job, and if you could put more, more is better. But if you could put a hundred bucks in, and you could get seven eight percent of that money, and by the time you're in your sixties, you'll have over a million bucks. A hundred bucks a month, a seven eight percent. It will be over a million dollars when you're 65. So why are people struggling when they're 65? Because yeah. they didn't start compounding when, early when they were right. 21, 22. Right. They started too late. Yeah. Now, you can do that in your 20s. This is you as an adult. But imagine right. if your snowball started when you were born. Damn. And this is what we're doing for clients now. Anybody has a baby, you start that thing 15 days after the baby's born and yeah. millions of dollars. Mm. Um, question, uh, again, for the people that might not be so clear. Who is we when you're talking about this is what we're doing? Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, definitely yeah. not a bank. No, no, I work for... I don't understand it. Like, we, need, we need people to know yeah, who's the difference we? so that when they're going to the bank, I don't want people running to the bank and thinking that now they got right. their salvation. Right. So you know what I mean? <laughs> so there's, 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 two, there's two things. There's two things. Shout out to Alan. <laughs> if you're on if you're on the bank side, you you have access to a lot of a lot of products and tools, and that's great. Right. And the bank does a great job of asset accumulation. Right. You want to make money, and you don't care about the tax implications. Banking is for you. Mm. On the insurance side, if you want to make money and have that money protected, so it goes to your family, uninterrupted by probate. Uh, you guys familiar with probate? Yeah, no, what's yeah. that? Probate is when you die in the province of Ontario, your the province of Ontario wants 1.5% of your estate as a probate fee tax for dying as an Ontarian. So if you have a million dollar estate, you'll pay $15,000 in probate fees if your money is in a bank. Mm. But if your money is in an insurance company, you bypass probate and don't have to pay that 15%. If your money is in a bank, a creditor can put a hold or a lien against that money for them to be satisfied. If your money is with an insurance company, you bypass creditors. If you have your money in the bank, and you, uh, we also have something called estate taxes. So Bob Marley is still in probate from 1983 till now, 39 years and counting. What? Aretha Franklin is still in probate. What? Prince just finished probate. Chadwick Boseman just finished probate. Because these people all died without wills. Michael Jackson had probate, but his beneficiaries, he had a will, and the money went to his mother and his two kids. Hmm. So if you go into probate, the money that you have in your bank account will be held until the government is satisfied and probate ends, which could be six months or 39 years in the case of Bob Marley. That means no one's getting their money to the degree that they should because probate is being delayed because certain things are not being satisfied. They're trying to act make sure because they only get one shot they're trying mm -hmm. to make sure they they're taxing everything in the estate and barmley has i think 11 children so it's uh, it's difficult for him to, to mm -hmm. work it out mm -hmm. so what i what i want you to understand is the bank can make you money right but a bank cannot protect you from these three things on the insurance side i can also make you money but i definitely can protect you from those three things and the money will be paid out to your name beneficiaries within 30 days. And the beneficiaries, whoever you have on your, right. on your, your um, investments, as who you want the money to go to if you're not here. Mm -hmm. So you have a choice between the two. 
the banks will never let you know the insurance companies can do that tax-free because the fix is in but the insurance companies can do that mm. Damn. is that fair so your your insurance side, if we're gonna, just, if we're gonna <laughs> I, I want to draw lines in the yeah, sand. Yeah, so I, I am I am insurance side, but on the insurance side, I can do investments, and those okay. investments bypass probate, bypass creditors, and bypass estate tax. Mm. And I can get okay. you, uh, for the most part, in the non non equity space, I can get you the same returns as the banks, for the most part. Mm. All right. Something's um, coming to the mic. Yeah. Oh. Somebody comes to my guy and see you. Uh, there we go. Hi, okay. how you doing? Up, I just have up? a question. I could be jumping the gun, and I apologize in advance if I am. But in terms of um, combining your finances mm -hmm. with your spouse, yes. I think that's something that's happening across um, our age range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our generation, yeah. Um, people are getting married. They're coupling up. And sure. honestly, I feel like it's an asset, especially as black people. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, not to quote baby's kids, but I can't think of anything else right now. We don't die, we multiply. We just keep having them and we keep building. Right. Not just having them, but building with these um, extensions of our tribe. Mm -hmm. And so my question is, and something that I think we've been focused on in the last year for sure, and I know a lot of people, like I said, in our age range are doing the same thing, is like, what's the um, smartest way about going about going uh, going into it mm -hmm. with one another, taking what you got and what I got, and now we're combining it. Yeah. And mm -hmm. how do we move forward in trying to, like, you know, we're compounding already, right? Right. By just like adding our assets together, but how do we like double down on that compound? Like, what do you? What is your best advice on first steps? I okay. guess. Yeah. Great question. So the question is, we're married. How do we how do we combine you know the Wonder Twins combine forces and I'm showing my age. I'm showing my age. Listen, listen. How do we combine our resources to, to get it done? So I met my girlfriend slash wife now. She's still your girlfriend. Still my girlfriend, mm. but she's my wife. I like it. I like it. I like it. I rate it. I keep it real. I rate it. I rate it. Shout out. I rate it. To this. So I rate it. This ring is thirty years old. Jeez. And I got it when I was at Humber College. Hey. Between semesters. Yeah. Fox Five Okay. Shout out to Humber. Yes. When you are young, and you're starting out with with zero dollars, which is where we were. Having one account for both of us made sense because we're building from scratch ourselves. When you come into marriage in your 20s or 30s and you maybe already have established an investment style and investment pattern, mm -hmm. what I'm seeing today is she has her account, mm -hmm. you have your account, mm -hmm. and there's a household account. Right. Yeah, and yeah, every yeah. month people take their money from their separate account, throw it into the household account, and pay all the bills. Right. That seems to be the way to get it done today in, the, in modern times right now if I were to first of all here's here's a stat nobody wants to hear but it's a stat anyway 59% of all marriages end in divorce so if you have a 60% chance of this thing breaking up when you have everything commingled it's hard to unmingle it right, mm -hmm. right. so by having those two separate accounts even though the the law of, of um, the marital averages are against you it's the cleanest way to, to run it because you may have separate risk tolerances. Right. Some people in the marriage are savers. Mm -hmm. Some people in the marriage are spenders. 
you don't want to spend or having access to the savers account because they're going to spend <laughs> money gone, right? Yeah. And the savers going to be vexed every time a new pair of Jordans comes out and you get the Jordans rather than buying <laughs> the investment. Right. So by having a separate, say, listen, this is what we're going to do for the household, right? You're going to have an RSP if it makes sense. Mm -hmm. You're going to both of you should have okay. TFSAs. Right. And before you look at anything else. You should be maxing out the TFSA because it's the only defense against tax you have on the banking side. Mm -hmm. On the insurance side, you have multiple other things that you can do to avoid tax, but on the banking side, the TFSA is the only defense against taxes after the money has already been taxed. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay? Right. So, for, to answer your question, her account, his account, our account to run the business for the for the household mm -hmm. you invest at your level of risk he invests at his level of risk and you see who wins after two five years then you can readjust every year you look to modify you may come in very very conservative because you don't know right and you're not sure but after explanations and seeing how it works over time people's risk tolerance usually increases mm -hmm. because you guys have the most time now think about this 2020 to 2022, the markets are not good, volatile, mm -hmm. very, very dangerous. But this is a buying opportunity. Mm. Now at the time. If you could buy Nikes at full price or Nike half price, would you prefer? Yeah, half, half price. price. Half price. So half price if that works Damn. at the Nike store, why doesn't it work in the market? That's true. So you should be That's buying true. better stuff, cheaper, and more of it. Because when it turns, mm. and it always has for 100 years, when it turns, we don't know when, I'm not, not sure damage, yeah, but yeah. when it turns, you will have more of the good stuff at a cheap price, at a discount. I like mm. it. 2010, 20, 2008 to 2010, what happened? The market went backwards, right? How long is that? 12 years. Y2K, what happened? The market went backwards. 1990, mm. what happened? The market went backwards. 1980, what happened? So the market went back. Mm. You understand it's a cycle. Right, right, right. It's a pattern, and those who recognize the pattern succeed will win if you execute yeah. against the pattern so we're in that pattern again mm. and the best of the best out there can't predict the future but what they do know is if you know how to evaluate companies and know how to evaluate the track record of of um, returns the past does not equal the future no one can guarantee you because it did 17 last year it's going to do 17 this year mm -hmm. but if you have a 10-year history of this thing doing 15 chances are it might do somewhere around 15 versus your 0.1% in your savings account. Mm. 72 divided by 15 is a good number. It's a short number, mm. right? Couple of years, mm. and that's what you want in your favor. I'm not saying everybody needs to go balls to the wall, but I'm saying you need to be closer to balls to the wall than you are towards Granny's mattress. Thank you so much for answering that in such detail. I feel very helpful. Thank you. Um, that, that was very helpful. But my question is like, I don't really fuck with like most marriages are going to divorce. So have your shit separate. Mm -hmm. Like that's not really my frame of thought. Sure. And um, I respect from a financial frame of thought of like being, um, I guess proactive and making sure that it's not an issue if this is an issue. Mm -hmm. For me, my frame of thought is like we're married and when you marry someone, it's like a forever thing. I don't have this new age frame of thought. Like if it don't work out, we could just be like, bye. Right. And then we could just find somebody else. I don't fuck with that. I'm right. like, we said yes. There is no divorce. We figure it out. 
That's right. And we make that shit happen. And that means financially and every other way. We make that shit happen together as a unit. Right. So if one person is um, more of a spender and one person is more of a saver, mm-hmm. to your point, um, motherfuckers got to get aligned. Right. We got to get aligned then. Right. And yeah. like we have to figure out how this uh, works for our team. Yes. Best and how we can amend our behaviors that are on the same course of action and you know with the same vision in mind. Mm-hmm. No, I, I don't disagree so with that. So my question is: Is the only benefit to having these separate accounts and making sure that we're you know you got your own, I got my own, and we've got our household thing mm-hmm. going on? Is the only benefit to that in case this shit doesn't work out, no. or is there some financial benefit no, the- to that? Like, can we make more money? Mm-hmm. Because I'm down to have a separate account and we can make more money. You know what I mean? But I'm not down if it's because 59% of marriages end in divorce. Because that that don't got nothing to do with me and mine. Right. We're not in it in divorce. Period. That's something we've decided. So that's not a benefit for me. So I'm wondering, is there a financial benefit? Because I'm down for that. Yeah. So usually, um, good good points, good questions. The the challenge here is risk tolerance. Mm. Right? There's a... if someone is balls to the wall and the other person is conservative and you have it in one account, mm-hmm. I can balance it so you have some for each of you, but I hurt the one who wants to go mm-hmm. balls to the wall yeah, and, yeah, I, yeah. And, and the one yeah. who is conservative can't sleep at night. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, I love right. that. Yeah. 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 Cause conflict. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. And that will be correct. Exactly. So you're stressing. Yeah. Now, for you, yeah. so our RSPs are individual. Right. Accounts, right? Tax-free savings accounts are, are individual, individual accounts. Yeah, there is no marital account. The marital account would be your savings, savings. account for emergencies, for vacations, mm-hmm. and for you know we want a new car, whatever, mm-hmm. and you know we want to go to decent restaurants and we want to do a couple spa nights and that kind of stuff. Hey. You're gonna have that money in the joint account, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Because that that makes sense. But you, to your point, having the risk tolerance. The same. Now, if we do the risk tolerance, and both of you are the same, and you want to combine um, the investments. You really can't do that in a, a TFSA or RSP. It's still going to be individual, mm. right? So A's money is A's money, B's money is B's money. There is no A and B money in right. one account, other than the joint checking, checking. and joint mm, savings, savings mm. accounts, right. which earn trash. <laughs> Doo-doo. Yeah. Doo-doo. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, don't yep. you think that's a game that they're trying to keep people separate? Uh, I don't know if it's like, a, how is it that you can earn more money on an individual account and you have more access to different varieties of earning money on an individual account than you do on a joint account with someone that you're married to? Right. I think mm-hmm. that has more. That to, tells me that the value in money is also uh, placed in the value of separatists. And like separating the family, I don't fuck with that. I, mm. That's crazy. I mean, look at look at how you got you got a full five. Yeah, you got to come to the mic. I know you do. You're not gonna say one word. You got to say. Look at how the government in the mic. Look at look at how the government um, takes money from the people. Taxation. It's all about separate. There's a reason why women were so pushed to work, so it gives the government more money to pull from. Right. I'm not saying women shouldn't work. I'm just saying. Let's be very clear here. Right. It's not coincidental that when the when women went into workforce, government had all this extra money to right. go do whatever they want with, right? So if you look at it from that standpoint, I mean, it should if it worked for the government, it should 
also work for us in that sense. Right. So we have to look at why women went into the workforce. No, no, no. I'm not saying in the, in the, in the first place. That's very clear. I'm not saying women should work. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I hear you. I, I'm going to protect you. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying women shouldn't be in the workforce. What I'm saying is women came into the workforce in in droves because of the world wars. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All the men were gone. Stuff had to be built. Yeah. The women came in and built it and said, I like this, earning my own money and doing my own thing. Because back in the day of the nuclear family, you know, leave it to Beaver style, you had yeah. the father, yeah, yeah. you had the mother at home, you had the kids, and she was taking care of the home and, and doing all that. That all changed when the wars came out and the women had to come in, the suffrage movement, when the women got the vote, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So, And then you enter the feminist movement and in the 60s and 70s, and then, it, then it's on, and it's equal pay for equal work, and so on, and, we, and we're still battling with that today. Mm-hmm. All of that to say that you can combine forces when you see that a husband and wife buy a house. You're both on title. Mm. You're both on the mortgage, right. so you're together. You're doing right. that together. Right. You want to buy a car, and one per- the car you want, the one person's credit is, is damaged, so you need the other person as a co-signer. You're in that together, right? Mm. right? So there's times, times when it makes sense to be together and there's times when you carry it solo. Hmm. Again, it really depends on the value system of the household. I can't put someone in a uh, combined marital RRSP. It doesn't exist. Yeah. Hmm. But there is something called a spousal RRSP. So if you have a spouse and that spouse makes uh, more money than the other, they can create an RRSP for the spouse with the lower income. And they will get the tax deduction. So you're married. Mm. So let's say you make a hundred. It is. Yeah. Whoa. Hold on. Hold on. Bring it back. Pull up. Pull up. You're telling me. I'm telling you. Say I make a hundred. Yes. My significant other makes fifty. Yes. You can put an RSP. So. Yeah, yeah. Say it in the mic. Break, I'm, break I'm, it down. For yeah. How you understand it? Go yeah, ahead. Hundred yeah. k, fifty. Yes. My max should be around thirty, for as a hundred k. And max of what? Uh, RSV. The mic's right here, sir. My fault. My mic's <laughs> yeah, eighteen percent of your gross. Okay, so eighteen percent. Fifty. Oh wow, Jesus, and that's per year. Correct. And if she's younger than you, oh my When God. you stop contributing at seventy-one, right. And she's younger than you. You can continue c- contributing under hers. And then that wouldn't have to be converted to... Until she turns 71. 71. So mm. I don't have to do a riff or... You don't have to riff on hers until oh. she turns 71. Consciousness. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you just Jeez. went from white belt to yellow belt. Oh, man. How do you feel? How you feel? And there's more of that to come. So we talk. We talk. We talk. People got like conversations yeah. to have after this. I want yeah, to make yeah. sure before we move on. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, this is this is. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of nuggets. And we can have podcast. We can we can have this podcast for four hours. But I know. I know. We really could. We really could. And yeah, we really could. I want. So we we talked about fresh out of university. Yeah, yeah, setting life up. We talked about. Getting married, married, yeah. setting life up. Yeah, I want to talk about the moment where you decide to say, "I'm going to be an entrepreneur." Yeah, let's talk, about it. Okay. let's talk about so it. Okay, so one of the one of the things we were talking about earlier before this just was before. like the idea of people just saying, "Oh, you should get a laptop, write it off. Go buy a car, write it, it off. off. Yes. Oh, yeah. all of your gas, write it off. Yes. All this shit, just yeah, yeah. write that shit off." Means nothing to me. Yeah, what does that mean? Absolutely nothing to me because. Yeah. I, I don't know that I don't know what to like what is that yeah, what I, is I, that I literally don't know am I writing this down and say yep wrote on top of that on top of that I've also heard 
which I think might be part of what you're going to tell us is you can't just have a business account or a business that makes no money correct and then start writing off a Range Rover correct so what is this whole writing yeah off? what is this okay so let's, let's start if you're an entrepreneur and all you do yeah. is make money as an entrepreneur you do not have a T4 raise your hand in the room if you don't have a T4 you don't have a T4 all you have is your business oh I I know I yeah, okay perfect Coco W2 W2 Right. So, if you're an employee, mm -hmm. the company asks you to fill in a, a form from CRA, and they take off a standard amount of tax off your paycheck. Mm -hmm. There's a hack. Mm -hmm. You can tell them to take off less money off your taxes. You can go to get a form from CRA and say, "Listen, you're taking off X. I don't want you to take off X. I want you to take off almost a little less than X." Maybe two hundred dollars. Why? Because the two hundred dollars that would have gone to tax, you can put in your RSP. What? Yeah, yeah, it's tax deferred. Correct. Right. Mm. Two. When you are a T four employee, the company does the taxation for you. So right. They take off the tax. They take off the CPP. They take off the o the um, yeah. OAS. They take off EI. They take all the deductions, and yeah. then you get paid. Right. And that's your net. Right. When you're an entrepreneur, you it's get the gross so at yeah. source. Yes. Then you deduct your business expenses. Then you pay tax. So Scary when it's the first time you're doing it. Yeah. So, so essentially, as an employee, you get taxed first. Correct. Yes. Yeah. As an entrepreneur, you tax. You, you, you last. after. Right. Yeah. You got to save. You be ready for it. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So the government rewards businesses and penalizes you because you have no place to hide as a T4 employee. Mm. Yet, 80-20 rule, Pareto's law, 80% of the people in Canada are employees and 20% are entrepreneurs. Because they make entrepreneurship seem like black magic. <laughs> yes. Therefore, you're yes. like black magic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not doing yeah, that. I'm yeah, not, I'm not yeah. going to jail for tax evasion, right? Right. right. So very simply, when when someone says you're going to write it off, I have a business. The business has to have more revenues than expenses in order for you to have the ability to deduct business expenses. Mm. But in your setup, the government will give you up to three years, and I'm not an accountant. But the government will give you up three years to show that you're doing something to make money, right? You're trying to make money, but you haven't made any money yet. But you need the accoutrement. You need to set up, right? Right. So you right. got to buy mics. You have to buy laptops. You have to buy these things. Well, these things you need to be able to get back on your taxes. Mm -hmm. But you can defer those things into further years. So if you have no revenue in year one, and you bought these things, you can wait till you have revenue down the road, and you should be able to take those deductions off. Again, I'm not an accountant. But I've seen people do that. Right. Okay. okay. The magic okay. number three, right? Three years. So the government's going to look at you. You have three years. You're not doing anything. They're going to say, shut it down. Damn. Because you're sending these zero returns or trying to send a negative. We see what you're doing. No, no, no. Shut it down. Mm -hmm. And they will not. Now, do they do that on the three years? Depends on how busy they are and what else is going on. Right. But right. what you want to do is whenever there's a personal expense versus a business expense, you need to have a true separation of church and state. Keep mm. your personal stuff personal. Have a personal account. Yeah. Have a business account. Right. You want to buy a laptop? Buy it from the business, business account. account. Mm. You get mm. money for doing a gig or whatever you're doing to make money, and business it's business-related, put it in the business account. Mm. Separate. Keep it clean. You have a Check credit card off. for business expenses, for business lunch, put it on the business account, and then it's easier and cleaner for you to do the accounting at the end of the year. Right. Here's the first rule of Fight Club. There's no Fight Club. But also, <laughs> the first rule of business yeah. is you do not want...
to commingle the expenses and you do not want to go it alone. Get an accountant and get set up. So if you don't have an accountant, if you're making you know, any money as a T4 employee, and I would say north of $70,000 a year, if you, if you have simple taxes, she has a tax return, you have a tax return, you can use TurboTax and you can do your thing because you have no side hustle, nothing going on, mm-hmm. then TurboTax is probably fine or whatever tax software is out there. But if you have anything going on where you're setting up a business, you want to make sure you set it up properly to avoid audits. Mm. And that is having an accountant tell you when your fiscal year should be. It doesn't have to be January to December. It could be right. June to June, right. June to May, right? right? When is the best time to set up your company? When should it end? Because everybody knows that corporations can file their taxes up until June of every year. So when's your fiscal year need to be? Probably should be around June, right? Mm-hmm. Rather than January to December. Right. But those decisions need to be made with an accountant who knows what they're doing to set you up, to position you to win. Should your wife be a director of your company? Because if she's a director of your company, then certain um, benefits come to her. Right, because you can have loans between directors and different things that you, you can have going on. Right? Mm. So you want to know Damn, if that nigga. makes sense. Also, if you have partners in the business, right. you do not want the spouse of that partner, if something should happen to that partner, to come in and say, now I'm the partner. That's right. Mm. That's right. Because her end, his ends is her ends. Mm. And she's going to come in and say, okay, I'm going to take my spot on the mic. And you're like, well, you're not part of this. <laughs> you're not a part Damn. of this. Damn. Right? <laughs> and, you know, and she'll say, yes, I am, because I, his, his share became my share. Jeez. So there's things you can put in place called key person insurance. So if that person meets their maker, you mm. just pay the spouse and the shares go back to the other two. So rather than 33 each, it's now 50-50. Another person dies, you pay the spouse out, and now the company is yours. So there's yeah. things you can do to put things in place yeah, to, pre- to yeah, prevent yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm watching you, yo. I'm watching you, man. Succession <laughs> issues yeah. when you yeah. have a company. Yeah. Okay. Um, wow. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much. We can no, keep this going. Is, this, is, this is fire. This is dope. But I want to keep going yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of, but like with our tone. And if like people want more, yeah. they'll know where to get you. Sure. We'll talk about where to find you after. Cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, they're, okay, we're going to relationship. Yeah. Still... Finance. Still finances? Let's Still go. finance. Let's go. Okay. Um, it's to get mixed. So this is from a, a woman uh, in, in London. She's dating uh, somebody from here. I'm not sure where, but Canada. But uh, Hannah Chan, who's mm. 27, has a boyfriend who is 22. And he pays 100% of their rent. Oh, Sorry. That, that was fast. <laughs> that, that was quick. Really we, didn't even, we didn't even get the whole thing. Really we didn't even get the whole thing. Hold so on. so he pays 100% of their rent, bills, yeah. holidays. So anything they do, yeah. he is paying for it. Right. Um, she says after many failed dates, uh, she decided that she wanted to uh, be with somebody who could provide for her and take the lead. Mm-hmm. Um, she basically is saying that she's offering, quote unquote, support. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she is also saying that she's an investment. Sure. So before you before you go, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this. That was your household situation uh-huh. until just after Aaliyah. That was my household situation until 2006. I paid 100 percent of everything. Damn. I think the difference. cars, house. Right. Groceries, everything. The money was in a joint account. I said, 
you know, if you're gonna spend more than a thousand dollars, give me a holler. But other than that, free reign, because we have absolute trust between each other, and we were on the same page in our values to move our family forward. Mm. So my wife was a stay-at-home mom because daycare in Ontario is teething guy. It's yes. five hundred dollars a child per week. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, that's a thousand dollars a week. That's four G's a month. That's forty-eight thousand dollars net money. After tax, I said she got to make sixty-five thousand dollars to net just to, to, just to pay daycare. I said, bond that. Yeah. I said, would you like to stay home? She goes, I would love to stay home. I said, done. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That makes sense. That, that, makes yeah. sense. Yeah. that, yeah. that, that is yeah. different, though. That's different. That's different. That's different. That's different. I think I think the difference is, kids. is with yeah. this situation. Yeah. Kids, kids is the biggest, the easiest way to to call out the difference here. Right. I think just generally, de- generationally, I look at this and I kind of know what it is. Mm. Like this doesn't, I don't feel like scheming. Hannah is planning. Nah, nah, nah. no, no. I mean, she might be planning to have kids and all that, but, yeah, but like, I don't him. think the intention no. is the same With as that. both husband and wife. You and your generational time yeah. coming together and say, you know what? Instead of spending sixty-five k a year for daycare, stay at home and take care of things while I take care of things over here, and we'll all. It's it's it is a true investment. That's what she neither doing. neither. You're talking neither about not. a team effort versus a Mucci. trophy wife. Yeah, and that's yeah, right. different. That's different. Yeah, that's so different. the uh, the customs have changed in terms of like the morals changing and like the values changing and like right now where it's at and where it's been for a while is, you know, girls want to just like you know I don't want to say girls, people, mm. because you know we got non-binary and transgender and everything in between right yeah and so it's a very diverse spectrum Mm. so a lot of people would rather do what they think is quote-unquote nothing staying at home (laughs) Mm. and be a cute trophy wife and hang out and have someone pay their bills so that's actually not what was going on with your mom that's not what was yeah. going on with Miss Angie. Mm-hmm. That's not how it happened. People were working equally in separate parts yeah. as a partnership yeah, to yeah, make shit a, rock. Yeah, and yeah. that is very different than being like, I just want to, I think it's cute if I'm just like Kylie and I'm at home and I'm like recording videos. Yeah. It's like, well, bitch, you're not making any money or any moves like, off that. You, yeah. you and if you can, great, great. If you can, great. And like, like let's get for money sure. and let's Start build. a podcast but while like, you're at home. You know, what is, so that's the difference for me. What does a 22 year old do for a living? Yeah, what does she do? Oh, we don't know. I don't get the details. Uh, just like I'm just looking off of what I see and just a couple of yeah. posts that I have. It yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah, seem yeah, like yeah. much. Yeah. What 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 are the value systems of the people that we're talking about? Because I can tell you, aesthetically, I don't see any values. I don't see new dads. Like you know, pictures worth a thousand words. I think that if that's their value system and that's how they came up, man does all the heavy heavy lifting, whether there's kids or not, to prepare her for staying home to have a family. Maybe that's cool. I don't know. It just the age difference is is five years is gonna is immaterial in ten years. No, no, right. yeah, it's not that much. Right. Right. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. I don't have enough information. Mm. But off off at first glance, it looks predatory. It, um, it, well, that's it. That's it. Brittany Renner. Yeah, Brittany Renner. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, just, that's just yeah. 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 I just think it's more about credit. I'm not. We haven't even talked about credit because oh, some of us were buying uh, on those HBC credit cards back in the day, and then we wanted to go buy a house. <laughs> nope. Nope. We're over. Nope. Don't fall for oh, it. We got a question. We got a yeah. question. 
What is the advice for those prioritizing debt repayment and also need to save? What's your advice? Because that's the reality for yes. many people to do mm. both. 100%. 100%. So here's what I know. If you have MasterCard and Visa and every other card and everybody's begging you money, yeah. no matter what you owe, no matter what you owe, you owe it to yourself to pay yourself first. If you're going to pay huh. people okay. you don't know, right. you better pay yourself pay first yourself. because you know what? When listen, compounding is like Floyd Mayweather, it's undefeated. And you cannot allow yourself to not have any compounding for any number of years, regardless of what OSAP has to say about it or what these credit cards have to say. First rule, if you have a bag of debt, the student loan you can't do anything about, but the student loan doesn't count against you when right. you want to buy a house. Right. 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 Two, if you have a bunch of credit card debt and they're licking you down at 19.9 and you got a travel card, 21.9, you got an Avion card or whatever card, and it's 24.9, you're getting licked down because you know the rule of 72, that's a three-year double on you, right? Mm. You know that's happening. You say, to, you say, hey, maybe I don't need a travel card because all I'm doing is going to Center Island. Right, I don't need a travel card. I'm going to square one. That's my vacation. <laughs> Whatever you need to get rid of the things, the, the cards that are high fees right. and high mm -hmm. interest right. that you're not leveraging. Right now, if it's a Costco card and Costco is your jam, then maybe you keep the Costco card. Mm. If it's a cash back card, it's cash back, and you have to pay a fee for that. Great, but you have to look at the value of the benefits of the cards that you have yeah. and try to get yourself to a no fee card that has zero benefits or maybe cash back at a fair interest rate. First thing you can do is go to your bank and say, listen, get rid of this idiot card and give me another <laughs> one of your cards, but keep my credit history. Huh. Because a portion of your of your credit score is based on how long you've had the card. Right. So when they give you a card at Slumber College at 18, <laughs> I still have that card. Right. I'm no longer 18, yeah, yeah, but I yeah. still have that card. That's credit history. Yes. Then you have to look at credit payments. You cannot miss a payment. Nope. Okay. Make, make those payments. Even if it's minimum, you cannot payments. miss a payment. Yeah. And you cannot be late mm -hmm. on payment. So if you deal with the green bank and you have a blue bank card and you're paying through the green bank, it's <laughs> going to be a 24 to 48 hour delay. So pay it two days early yes. and then it'll be on time because yes. they have to process in the back, in the back end. Yes. You do not want more than 30% of your limit on your card. Right. You got a $1,000 card, $300. You get the $300, throw the card away, put it in the ice. Don't use it until you get it below $300. Why? Because if it goes above 30%, your credit rating will drop. Damn. Okay? Damn. Then you want to look at the type of credit you have. There's installment credit, which is like buying a car. Right. Buying an appliance right. and paying monthly for it. And then there's revolving credit, which is much easier to do bad damage to your credit. You want to make sure that the type of credit you have also counts towards your score. Mm. So the amount of debt you have, if it's above 30%, how long you had it, are you paying on time? Are you paying late? Are you missing payments? All those things are working your score. You're trying to get above 800. So if yes. your score is above 800, raise your hand. Give me two snaps. If it's below 700, we have a challenge with getting a big bank to give you a mortgage. Mm. Small banks, tier two, schedule B will give you a loan. 680 is a magic number. Mm. If your credit score is below 680, you're going to have challenges. Your, your car payments are going to pay more interest. Your mortgage, you're gonna pay more interest. Everything you want in life is gonna cost you more if your credit score is below 680. Teeth. You can repair it. Go to your bank and say, listen, give me a card that has a 10, 11, or 12% interest. 
card, pay it off to zero. Use it and pay it off to zero. If you need to establish credit, pay a little more than the minimum and drag it out for three, four, five months at a time, and then you've established your credit. Different things you can do, and I, I have a course that I do that's a little more in-depth. Like credit, credit, listen, people are doing things in their 20s that yeah, will yeah, kill yeah, them. Yeah, when you see the house of up. your dreams, yes. and you go to apply, and they say your credit is trash. Mm -mm. Because you didn't know what you were doing, you know, Bon Rogers. I'm not paying Rogers, Bon Rogers. Well, because it was okay. <laughs> Rogers, Rogers will bun you, right? Rogers Damn, is waiting for you to pay that bill. Yeah. If you have a dispute with anybody, pay the bill. Yeah. While you're settling this, this yeah. if you hear anything tonight, that's a value. Pay your bill. Mm -hmm. And do your dispute on the side. Do not start. I'm not going to pay them. They, they no, pay, it and, pay they, it and then work it out. They'll, yeah. they'll take care of you. They're a big company, a publicly traded company. Mm. They have ombudsmen and different people watching. But pay that pay card pay because yes. that will kill you in your 20s and 30s. Mm. Credit's a big deal in the black community. We have a challenge because people don't know the deal. Mm. Question. Um, speaking as someone who didn't know the deal, uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously there's a uh, far less of a an importance and in, in, uh, information placed on credit and financials in different countries, right. um, and and definitely in certain tribes yeah. is what I like to call them. And um, my question is, you've given some tips out, right? Yeah. And that I think have been, has been very helpful and enlightening. And so when you're referring to go to the bank, tell them to give you this so you could pay off this and make sure they transfer over mm. your credit. Mm. Um, what if it's not the best? What if you don't want them to transfer over and you're trying to get a new situation to make something pop is there a way to make that pop or is it the yes. only way is to transfer over your own um maybe muddy history and like try to pay that down right so great question so the good news is you come from a foreign land and because you came from a foreign land you have no credit in oh, this I'm gucci. land i'm gucci over here baby i'm just asking for the rest of the americans <laughs> that might be listening exactly. so, you know what I, mean? I'm I made it baby because, <laughs> because you have no established credit here uh, your score um, is is non-existent. You have a U.S. score, and that's a FICO score. I can't remember what FICO stands for, but F-I-C-O, you can Google it. What I would look at doing is if you want to establish credit here, uh, you can get a, a secured card or get a card with a small balance from your spouse that has good credit and allow that to reestablish your credit up here. So you give her a, a card with a thousand bucks and you treat it like you respect it and you pay those bills on time and you'll establish Canadian credit by having a card through. Okay, so what if you're Canadian and you're trying to do that though? Same thing. Same thing. No, you no. Just, you just need I'm to... saying like, what if you are Canadian yeah. and you've had this experience where you say you go into the bank, you say, I need to do a different card that's going to give me a different interest yes. and like yeah. give me these assets, uh -huh. but I also need to transfer my previous credit status right. so that I can continue as a person that's been establishing history. Right. Right? So I'm Canadian. You, not you, me. I'm saying like, you know, yeah, as is, a person is, is asking someone, is someone, how does that is there another way to go about that to where like let's say the your previously established history is not of the most positive nature. Like how do I You can rebuild it. As that yeah. Like yeah, so what you, is the best course of action for that? How do I get out of these other high interest rate 
um, situations, these jail houses, right. really, and like establish myself immediately. Like, what's the quickest so, route? Right. So immediately is not um, going to happen. But that's immediate. Immediately yeah. is not going to happen. <laughs> but, but you can you can reestablish credit by doing something called a consumer proposal. So if your if your credit is like trash, like it's, it's below six hundred and trending towards five hundred. It's already pretty damaged. You're not going to be able to do anything with that. So you can look at a consumer proposal. And what that basically is, is having a third party take a look at everything you have and they will go and negotiate with all your creditors and say, listen, you, she, can, she can not pay it and you can write it off or I can get you 25 cents of the dollar. They'll say, we'll take the 25 cents. So you may owe $10,000 and they will say, we'll settle for 2500 So I had a lady, she had 42500 in credit card debt and she did a consumer proposal with me and she got that down to 8500 she was paying 150 a month and that freed up her cash flow to the tune of because she was paying almost 900 dollars a month in credit card bills just at minimums Mm-mm. and she went from 900 dollars to 150 she pays that for five years and in the five years her credit is re-established at gold over 800 wow. so it's Damn. a five-year run wow. okay. now if you pay it off early because now you're now the proposal's in place, you pay the proposal off early, mm-hmm. they will reestablish the credit one year after you pay off the proposal. So if you pay off the proposal in two years, three, four years later, your credit is back up to gold standard. You save yourself a couple of years. True. So the consumer proposal is one way to do it. There's something also called a debt consolidation where they take a look at all your yeah. debt yeah. and they say, listen, 21 here, 19 here, Easy 27 there. It's all in one place. Yeah. Bring it all down to one price of whatever their interest rate is but it's usually less than what you're paying now mm-hmm. and you pay that one creditor that one amount and that frees up a little bit of cash again for you to pay yourself first as well as frees up the the cash flow for you to do other things that is really going to be dependent on your character credit's about character i give you this card and mm-hmm. i hope that you pay the card back and have high character if you right. do I give you more credit. Hey, I'm going to raise your limit. Right. Because right, your, right, your right. character is where I want it to be. Yeah. I like you. Yeah. But if you are not someone of character, credit is an easy indicator, which is why all landlords, first thing they do is check your credit. Check your because credit, if right. your credit is trash, chances are you're going you're to treat my place tenant. the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's kind of... It's your character. It's who you are. Yeah, fully it's, pretty, it's pretty indicative. So there's, yeah. there's a number of... You know, bankruptcy is also one of the things you can do. But again, bankruptcy is... is heavy-handed you still owe the debt you just get them to stop calculating all the interest but you still if you have a hundred thousand dollars that you owe and you declare bankruptcy you still owe a hundred thousand dollars you just stop calculating interest you still have to pay it mm-hmm. like you're in bankruptcy mm-hmm. and you can keep some of the other things you have keep your car keep your house and things some things are in and some things are out mm. it's not a full debit donald trump's been bankrupt two three times yeah he does it when he needs to do it because it's a strategy for him but i don't recommend it because it's a seven-year you know nuclear winter on your credit and that's a long time if you want to do things in life so first thing i would look at is if your credit is really really bad and in ontario for the people in ontario seven years after your student loan you had a student loan at the end of seven years you can you can um walk away from your student loan after seven years if you've been out of school seven years what? Whoa, 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 whoa. One time, one more time. No, I didn't think I was getting into that because I'm, I'm almost done and it's After over seven years. After seven years, years. you can walk away, huh? Yeah. Walk away from the... the you know what? Yep, we have that in America too. Yeah, seven years if you don't pay. 
You can, I can get, stop? You, you can get rid of it. Yeah, if something is unfolding uh, for X amount of years, it is just certain things are just like, they don't matter. So, without so, 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 there's, so, there's so, a penalty. Oh, you have to, you, oh, you have to, you have to oh, take your hit. Oh, okay. oh you I'm made it seem like it was cool. Oh, yeah. like, never mind. <laughs> 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 I was like, hold on, wait, what? No, 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 no. There's no, there's no, there's no, there's no free lunch. There's no something for nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, if you, if your student loan is killing you, you can get that into the proposal as well after seven years. But mm. if, if you have under okay. under seven years, you, there's nothing you can do. They stay in there and they want their money. Damn. Mm. Damn. Yeah. They're they going to get their money. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Still known as unforgivable. Yeah. So, I mean, you gave us a lot. Even the student loans thing, that was something I didn't think that we were going to talk about. Oh, I really appreciate there. that point. Um, if I'm any of those people at any of those stages that we just discussed, and again, mm. thank you so much for going through all of this in as much detail as Facts. you did. As little time to be quite honest, cause like I said, you can keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, how do how would somebody get in contact with somebody like you or even just you? Yeah. Um, Sell yourself. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, this is uh, Instagram is, um, what is it, at Wayne Harris World. Uh, you can use LinkedIn, Wayne Harris. Uh, I'm with a company called World Financial Group, and we're brokers. Uh, we're all across Canada and the United States. We're the, we're the largest broker in, in Canada. 50% of all licenses in Canada are issued to our company. You so fucking right. We're growing. I like that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, scared me a little bit. <laughs> what, I, what I recommend is yeah. I will, I'm happy. I'm licensed in Quebec, Ontario, Manitoba, Alberta, and BC. Looking at Nova Scotia, I have a again lady in Nunavut that I'm looking at as well so maybe I'll get licensed in those two provinces but a licensed advisor is someone who has a fiduciary duty to you as a client to mm. do the right things in the right way because they can lose their livelihood by losing their license by leading you down the wrong path right. but somebody who's a pundit on Instagram who is not licensed is there mm. to get likes mm. and may may not be working your best interest and if you, they do something like Susu you have no recourse right. because they're like hey I told you I wasn't an advisor you lost all your money oh well Damn. so I shouldn't reply to any of those forex investors <laughs> <laughs> or the or, or the crypto people yeah, who, yeah, who, yeah, who, yeah, who yeah, start yeah. following you yeah. <laughs> crypto crypto is, is going to be a big part of the future mm-hmm. as the democratization of money yep. happens yep. if you want to mess with it go for it just mm. understand that you should not put I all your all your ten percent of what you have. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. after you've maxed out your TFSA with, right. with Canadian dollars. That's after you've maxed out your RSP so you can get the thirty five thousand dollars for the first time buyer program. And if you have a spousal RSP it's thirty five thousand for you, thirty five thousand for her, that's seventy thousand dollars to put down on a house. Plus Trudeau has other programs in place for you to buy a house. There's also rent to own. So there's a lot of options to get a house, even though the market is the way it is mm-hmm. but we want you to understand one thing if death is undefeated and most of you have insurance on these devices that I see here every device here that we're on probably has insurance someone comes in T-Fit you have home insurance for that right you have insurance on your on your mobile phones you have insurance on the, the apartment you have tenant insurance so you mm-hmm. should have tenant insurance because if there's a f- flood of fire all this extra stuff here the owner would have to have homeowner's insurance because all the upgrades other than the original are on the owner, not on the building. The building's going to put back in the basic stuff. That's right. their responsibility. Anything above the basic is, is the owner. 
but the owner's gonna replace his stuff. Your laptops and stuff is none of yeah, his policies so yeah, on your policy. Mm -hmm. So you have to have your own tenant insurance. It's like thirty bucks for a condo. Yeah. Yeah. For twenty five yeah. grand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's twenty five grand on this table. <laughs> you understand? So we need to have those things in place. So if, if your phone has insurance, your car has insurance, and they're mandatory for some of those things, car insurance and sometimes tenant insurance for buildings like this, you have to have it. But it's not mandatory for life insurance. It's mm. crazy, which is crazy. Yeah, everybody it's dies. Crazy, right? <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's what yeah, Eric That's so. crazy. Wayne's <laughs> right. That's my that's my IG at Wayne at Wayne's World. That's fire. The world generous speaking. Oh man, done already, eh? Done already. No, this is crazy, man. Patrick Dennis Jr. on everything. Appreciate the love, everyone tuning in and listening, man. Appreciate y'all. Yeah. Shop like Shaq. You wish you wish you. Make sure you guys take a look at it. Shea Moisture. Shea Moisture, man. Shea Moisture CA stuff next week. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's, 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 stuff, yeah there's some stuff coming. Yeah, I, swear. I make real beard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's crazy. We're on my investment. <laughs> the way the way the way the natural freestyle the way the RRSP in the place to be way the way the way the the